0: Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring, certified coach, and soon-to-be 7D, a high-energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Chelsea and on YouTube at expandwithchelsea. I am so excited that you're here I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I have got an ultra juicy episode for you today. We are talking all about relationships. This is something that I talk a lot about with my clients. It's something that when I was going through the brain rewiring process was very apparent to me that I needed to start making some changes or I was going to continue to be stuck in every other aspect of my life. And I'm especially excited to talk about relationships today because it truly is such an integral part of our lives. And I just keep coming back to the saying that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So when it comes to our lives, I think a lot of the times we like to compartmentalize different aspects. Oh, I have this hobby here, and then I have my work life, and then I have relationships, and we try to keep them all separate. And here's the thing is everything is connected. Everything is a different puzzle piece. So if you're just trying to work and focus on one area of your life and you're completely neglecting other areas or maybe you have limiting beliefs that you haven't yet worked on, negative brain pathways that you haven't rewired, it's going to affect every other aspect and area of your life. And it took me a really long time to notice this, so that's why I'm really excited. Before we dive too deep in, I want to go ahead and read the winner of the meditation giveaway. Every other week, I'm doing a giveaway for a custom meditation. All you have to do is go leave a review on iTunes. It's super simple. You have a really great chance of winning. So if you haven't yet left your review on iTunes, I would absolutely take a couple of minutes to do that. It is super quick. It really helps me out. If you've left a rating or review before December 2021, all you have to do is go and update your review and you'll be entered to win. So this week's winner, the username is Morning375STAR. And the review says, Chelsea is so inspirational and I really appreciate how she is not afraid to be completely honest and vulnerable in discussing topics others avoid. Thank you for the podcast and for the inspirational work you do for the women. Oh, I love this so much. Thank you so much. Be sure to send me an email. I actually have a brand new email address so you can send an email to hello at expandwithchelsea.com and I will record that meditation, get that out to you. Be sure to include one thing that you would like support around or one thing that you're struggling with so I can customize the meditation to you. And thank you so much for leaving this review. It seriously means the world to me. It's really helpful for other people finding the podcast as well, and it helps grow the show even further, gets this message out even more so I can continue to hopefully inspire more people. Okay, let's come back to relationships. All right, so I think when we talk about relationships, most of the time we just focus on romantic relationships. And while I think that that is going to be a huge part of today's conversation, I want to also remind you that relationships can include, I mean, first and foremost, and primarily the relationship that we have with ourselves. We cannot expect to have more expansive relationships than the work that we've done on ourselves. It's a direct reflection. The more work that we do on ourselves, the deeper we go to get to know ourselves and the more work that we do – things like shadow work, inner child healing, trauma healing, brain rewiring, figuring out our limiting beliefs, identifying our triggers, starting to change our reactions and responses to those triggers, the better our relationships will be, which is, again, why brain rewiring is so incredibly important for relationships. So, okay, the relationship that you have with yourself, we have romantic relationships, we have the relationships with family or those that are close to us, and then we also have friends. So if you want to think of this in each of these different or categories. I think that that's a really great way to start applying some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. It really does come back to that relationship with yourself. That will radiate and expand further out from you than anything, and you'll start to see these positive changes once you start to do this deeper work with yourself. So today I'm going to be sharing seven ways that brain rewiring helped me call in the perfect partner. I mean, for me, brain rewiring is a huge manifesting tool. This is something that I used to change my life in every single area. So this is number three of the three-part series. I talked in the last episode about how brain rewiring helped me climb my hardest that I've ever climbed. I talked in the first part of the series all about how brain rewiring helped me to double my income in my business and to become far more magnetic and help me really grow things in a way that I never thought was possible. So when I talk about brain rewiring in terms of calling in the perfect partnership, what I'm really talking about is the fact that I did a lot of work on myself, and that was reflected in the relationship that I was able to call in. So your relationships will always be a mirror and a match to where you're at. Relationships are one of the biggest mirrors and magnets that we have to continue to work through our triggers, our trauma, our limiting beliefs, our conditioning, all of the things. It is a huge opportunity to start to do this deeper work. A lot of the times, maybe we have these ideas in mind that, oh, the perfect relationship, and I'm putting perfect in quotes when I say that, just so you know, the perfect relationship will get along all the time. It'll feel really easy. It'll never feel hard. And that's not what it is. That's not what I'm talking about here. When I say the word perfect, what I'm meaning is an expansive, safe place for you to grow with another person. And that's going to look completely different different to everybody because we're all going to be at different points in our relationships. We're all going to have different relationships with ourselves and the willingness that we have to go deep and to really get to know ourselves, what makes us tick, what makes us, you know, potentially triggered, all of these things really play into the relationship. So I use brain rewiring as a tool to manifest and to start to create my reality What I'm really doing is I'm raising my personal frequency and vibration so that I can start to match what I want to call in. And when I was first going through the brain rewiring process, I started to realize that I was at a complete mismatch. My frequency, what I was putting out there, it was a perfect match to my partner at the time but that didn't match where I wanted to go in my life. So I started to see very clearly through the brain rewiring process, oh, okay, yep, this is why, like, I'm holding myself back. And that was a huge realization. It was one of those things that it kind of felt like I got hit by a freight train. And once you learn it, you can't unlearn it. Like, once you see all of this fitting together, It's it's almost like ignorance is bliss, but it's not. Like you have this awareness now and then you must make a decision. You must start to make changes and choices because otherwise you're just going to stay the same. You're going to stay exactly where you're at unless you start to change some of the behaviors. So what I really mean when I'm talking about aligning your frequency, I've talked about this a lot on YouTube and in other podcast episodes, but all of our emotions, they have a measurable frequency. So... Emotions like happiness, gratitude, joy, love, compassion, those have a higher measurable frequency than emotions like guilt, shame, embarrassment, jealousy. Those have a lower measurable frequency. And because we're humans, we experience the full range of emotions. That's a gift. That's a blessing that we get to experience all of these different things. The point is not to avoid the lower vibration emotions. That's not it. That's not the point at all. The point is to be able to work through and process and sit in those lower vibration emotions because you have to feel it to heal it. If you just try to push it to the side and you're like, nope, not feeling those things, um, it doesn't really work that way. Your body actually stores those emotions and they will come back Out later, probably at an inconvenient time and probably in a way that feels really big and really kind of like it's going to slow down your entire life. Like, if we don't deal with these things, the universe will find a way to make us face them, if that makes sense. So when I talk about aligning frequency, What I'm talking about, especially in relation to the emotions, is where is your set point? Where do you spend most of your time? Do you spend a lot of your time in fear and in scarcity and jealousy and shame and disappointment and guilt? Or are you spending a lot of your time, a majority of your time, in love, abundance, compassion, gratitude? It's really understanding where's my set point right now. And with brain rewiring, what we're doing is we are raising our frequency, raising our set point so that we have better tools to work through those lower frequency and vibration emotions. Therefore, you're going to be raising your own personal frequency and vibration and calling in better things into your life. We can only call in things with a similar vibration and frequency to where we're at. So, for example, in my business, let's say, you know, I have a lot of business goals. I want to build a seven figure company. And I am, I mean, clearly I'm not aligned to that yet because that's not my current reality. I'm doing a lot of work to become in alignment with that, to raise my frequency to match what I want to call in, but I'm not quite there yet. So it's understanding that all of the things that you want, they already exist, but you have to match and align your frequency to those things in order to actually pull them down into your physical reality. So with relationships. Okay, let's let's dive into this. The seven ways that brain rewiring helped me call in the perfect partner. Number one, this is huge. This is such a big one. It's, again, one of those things that once you learn, you're like, oh my god, I can't unsee it. I stopped settling. Like, absolutely I kind of knew before brain rewiring that I was settling. I was totally operating under the learned fact. And when I say learned fact, it's not, it wasn't a fact. It was what my brain was telling me was true because it was too afraid. It was too scared. This was a huge negative pathway that I was able to rewire through the brain rewiring process. I truly believed that I, that I couldn't do any better. Like I kind of knew that I could. But it was this belief that I was holding on to that nobody else would love me and nobody else is going to be able to put up or tolerate me. I'm too much. Nobody else is going to understand. So I better just stay where I'm at. And it was really fucking scary to release what wasn't serving me anymore. It was actually quite a few months between when I realized this and when I actually took the steps to release that. That partnership. And I'm not saying it was easy. It was definitely necessary. But I had to first get really clear on what I did want. And it took quite a few months of doing the brain rewiring rounds to do a lot of this work on my self worth, my self value, to start to actually step into that person that I wanted to be. So a lot of the work that we do inside brain rewiring is future visualization. So trying to picture yourself. As the person that you want to be, that it's that highest, that best version of yourself, the most compassionate, loving person that has, you know, a lot of gratitude, is really patient, is really kind, you know, still takes no shit, but like it's it's that best version of ourselves. And it took me quite a few months of stepping into that and being the person that I wanted to be first in order to allow what wasn't serving me to fall away. In reality, what this looked like was a lot of meditating, a lot of doing the brain rewiring rounds, and a lot of crying, (laughs) like a lot of crying, a lot of releasing these emotions that I hadn't let myself feel for years, for many, many years. Lots of journaling, lots of wondering, wow, how, how did I end up here? Lots of reflecting and looking back on my previous relationships And I think that this is something where it's really once you get a couple of years past your maybe younger dating years that you're able to do some of this work on looking back and reflecting and starting to notice the patterns inside your relationships and starting to notice, where did I give my power away? Where was I responsible? What was my role in that relationship? Do I get in relationships with the same type of person? Maybe they look different. They're different people. But it's the same patterns and the same issues keep popping up. And what's my role to play in that? What do I get to take responsibility for? It was a really big awakening for me to start to take responsibility in my relationships and be able to step out of victim mindset. For the longest time, it was absolutely, oh, you did this to me. That person did that to me. And it was almost easier to stay stuck that way and starting to just blame everybody else. I had no responsibility in it. They did that to me. It was like everything was their fault. Didn't allow me to do any deeper work. And it certainly didn't allow me to grow. It certainly didn't allow me to see the patterns Because of my negative brain pathways that I had, because of the limiting beliefs that I was holding on to that I didn't deserve better, that I would never find love, that nobody would ever truly see or accept me, I was creating the reality and continually calling in the same partner that looked different. So starting to do a lot of this reflection work and there's no guilt, there's no shame, it is what it is. And starting to forgive yourself for that is a huge piece of this because at the time you didn't know any better. You didn't have the tools. But once you go through something like brain rewiring, it gives you the tools to Actively work on these things. That's the first step is to just get really clear on how you got to where you are now. I have all of my clients in Brain Rewiring go through this process where we create this continuum of the life events that have happened in their lives so far and starting to really notice where we can start to take a more empowered stance, we can start to rewrite the narrative through brain rewiring and step into that empowered place where then we can start to notice things like, oh, okay, I'm settling here. I have a lot of limiting beliefs and negative brain pathways that, that I can do work around, and that's really going to change things for me. So that was a huge, huge, huge reason that I was able to call in the partnership and the relationship that I have now is I was no longer willing to settle. And it truly was reminding myself that if not this, something better. Always. I think so often many of us get afraid to step out of that comfort zone. You know, we have these relationships. Maybe it's past friends that you've had. I realized for me, I actually grew out of a lot of friendships and I was afraid to let those go because I just wasn't sure that I was going to, you know, have or make any new friends. I wasn't sure what was going to come in. And it was because I was so afraid to let go of what wasn't serving me that I was actually blocking anything else from coming in. So because I was making decisions to stay where I was out of fear and scarcity, I was afraid that there wasn't going to be more friends. I mean, how ridiculous is that? There's so many people in the world. Of course, there's going to be more opportunities for friendships. But it wasn't until I made the decision to release the old that I was able to bring in the new so just making sure that you are checking in with yourself where you're making decisions from and reminding yourself, if not this, something better. Always. The universe always has something better for me in store. Okay, moving on to number two. In brain rewiring, you will be working on rejection and abandonment wounds. This is a huge, huge topic inside of relationships. I think a lot of the times we look to our partners to fulfill every single one of our needs that we have, and learning a lot more about attachment styles. We're not going to talk too much about that in this episode. I want to do an episode about that sometime in the future, potentially bring a guest expert on to talk about it, but really working through a lot of your own wounds and being able to peel back the layers on where did I learn what I will and won't tolerate? Where did I learn what I do think that I deserve and what I don't think that I deserve? And being able to do things like self-soothe and be able to get your nervous system in a spot that feels better for you, be able to actually calm yourself down and instead of reacting in a triggered state, be able to respond. It's really this huge eye-opening experience to be able to connect all of these dots and start to notice, oh, I'm feeling really triggered right now because in the past I experienced rejection or abandonment, and that is why I'm reacting in this way right now. That's why all of this is coming up for me. And instead of, you know, potentially reacting back, maybe it's saying something snarky, maybe it's yelling, maybe it's, you know, behaving in a way that A couple of hours later, you're like, ooh, yeah, wish I wouldn't have done that. It's starting to notice how all of these pieces start to fit together. So with brain rewiring, what we're really doing is it's this deep emotional work. We're exploring. We're starting to learn why and how you are the way that you are. And if you're doing things that aren't serving you, that don't feel good for you, that don't feel in alignment for you, how we can start to move further away from those things. Number three is understanding why you keep calling in the same pattern. We talked about this a little bit with number one, but maybe you're calling in, it's a different person, they look different, but again, it's the same patterns, it's the same frustrations, it's the same issues coming up. Maybe the person is, they shut down every time that there's a conflict or something that you need to talk about. Maybe they are really controlling. It's really starting to understand where your personal frequency is because your relationship will be a mirror for you. It will be a magnet in the way that the things, our greatest triggers can be our greatest teachers. So we will continually call in things because the universe wants us to grow. It wants us to know ourselves more and it wants us to expand. So it's going to continue to put things people, events, situations in your path to continue to give you those opportunities, those lessons, those growth moments, and really understanding that until we do this deeper work, until we start to rewire our brains, work on these negative pathways, release our limiting beliefs, we will continue to call in the same things because we're not raising our personal frequency. We're not raising our vibration to match what it is that we want to call in. And With this, I think that starting to notice and recognize some of these patterns, that's the first step, you know. I'm not saying that with any of this that you have to feel shame or guilt. That's, we're trying to stay away from that. We're just trying to notice. We're just trying to explore. We're trying to be open and curious and start to notice where can I take more responsibility for my reality? Where can I start to take more personal and radical responsibility for what I've created and called into my life? Because when I start to do that, then I can start to recognize how much power I truly have to change it if I don't like it, if it's not serving me and if it's not what I want. So I started to really notice and understand, ooh, okay, I'm actually calling in the same partner who tends to shut down when there's conflict because I'm actually not as open and vulnerable as I need to be to have those types of conversation. Because I was afraid to speak my truth, I didn't feel like I was worthy of being truly heard or seen or understood. So I kept quiet. I kept small. And because of that, then I'd get really frustrated when my partner would shut down. But it wasn't entirely his fault. So it's starting to take some of that responsibility for that situation because I did have a huge role to play in it. If I wanted to be in a partnership that is open and there's a lot of trust and honesty and caring and compassion, I had to lead with example. And because I had so many negative brain pathways and limiting beliefs surrounding what I was worthy of and what I believed I deserved – I wasn't able to do that at the time. So my reality was a reflection of that. Because again, our relationships can only go as deep as the work that we've done on ourselves. So if we are trying to avoid ever being triggered or we're trying to avoid doing things like shadow work and looking at those parts of ourselves that we've tried to reject or push under the rug or just pretend that they're not there, if we're, if we're not doing that work, then how are we ever going to be able to know ourselves on that deep level to connect with somebody else on the level that we want, the depth that we want inside that relationship? So these are just some things to think about and starting to really audit your own current relationships. You know, again, you can go back to the different categories, family, friends, romantic, the relationship that you have with yourself and start to ask yourself, how deep am I willing to go? How deep am I willing to do the work to get to know myself so that I can have all of these relationships be a reflection and a mirror of that depth that i'm looking for moving on to number four is with brain rewiring you will get to know yourself better than the back of your hand and with that comes a massive increase in self-awareness so a lot of the times when we are triggered something happens or somebody says something that we don't like we're totally reacting out of our subconscious. It's a pattern. It's a habit. We're not even aware typically that we're doing it until after the fact, where then you look back on it and you're like, oh my God, like, why did I do that again? Like, I know that I don't want to say those things. I know that I don't want to behave in that way. Why why did I still do it? It's because if we haven't done the work to actually rewires our subconscious thoughts we are not behaving we are not doing things from our conscious mind our conscious mind is like our monkey mind it just bounces around all the time it goes from one thing to the next to the next to the next the thing that drives our actions the thing that drives what we say what we do what we think that's our subconscious mind and that's what brain rewiring does is it actually gets in there into the deep subconscious patterning the conditioning everything that we've ever learned And it starts to change that foundation. It starts to change the base to which we do everything. So when you go through brain rewiring, you'll have this increased self-awareness. And if there are situations where you're starting to notice, oh, yeah, okay, I don't actually like the way that I handled that. I don't like my response there. I don't like the way that I said it. I wasn't the loving, compassionate person that my higher self truly is that I truly want to be. I'm not acting in alignment with that. That's where you get to start to change it from a reaction to a response, starting to feel like you are so much more in control of your behaviors, of your emotions, because you have this increased self-awareness. And I cannot tell you how beneficial this is for something like a, I mean, every single relationship, honestly, but especially in something like a romantic partnership where (laughs) you're going to get triggered. It's, It's going to happen. And having this tool to respond in a way that still aligns with your higher self. And at the end of the day, you're like, I'm proud of how I and we handled that is massive. It's massively empowering. And what I will say is Being able to look back on that continuum that you made of, okay, here are the things that have happened in my life, you're really going to start to notice, oh, because that happened, that's why I act a certain way. And having that amount of awareness around it will start to bring you to that moment where instead of reacting, you get to take a second and pause and consciously choose The decision or behavior that you truly want to have. It's that difference between something comes out of your mouth and you're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't even mean to say that, and saying what you truly mean from a very loving, caring, compassionate place. So being able to respond to your triggers in a way that is very empowering, rather than stepping back into that victim mindset, rather than reverting back to your old habits and patterns, Fuck, it's so big. It's so big. From my group brain rewiring program, this is one of the biggest wins that clients brought up every single week was, okay, when they were triggered for whatever reason in a relationship or maybe something happened to where, you know, a meeting was postponed or they were late or somebody cut them off in traffic, instead of reacting how they normally did, they were able to take a second breathe and respond in a way that's in alignment with their higher self. And what you're doing every single time that you choose the way that you want to respond, you're raising your personal vibration and frequency. You're actually taking steps to become the person that you want to be. You're bridging that gap so much more quickly. And that is absolutely huge for raising your personal vibration and frequency, therefore calling in the things that you want into your life. Okay, so you might not know this, but I actually gave up coffee a few years ago. I started to realize that I was experiencing a lot of anxiety. I was having panic attacks. I used to drink a lot of cold brew, which if you know, has a ton of caffeine in it. So after I started to realize, wow, this is really not making me feel very good, I swore off coffee. I totally quit for, it was almost three years that I was off of coffee. I didn't have it a single time. I actually switched to to matcha, I noticed a big improvement in my ability to handle stress. My anxiety came way down, I started to feel a lot better, but I really missed coffee still. I absolutely love the smell and the taste of coffee. So I wanted to find a way to add it back into my routine without it having a negative effect on my stress, my cortisol, my hormones, all of it. Enter Four Sigmatic. This is the only coffee that I drink. I still experience and I can notice when I drink other brands of coffee, how it affects me, how it affects my body. I absolutely love the coffee from Four Sigmatic. The kind that I drink is their Think Blend and it has lion's mane mushroom along with freeze-dried coffee. Don't be alarmed when I say freeze-dried coffee. This is nothing like you've ever had before. It is so good. I have a cup of this every single morning. I put it in the bottom of my coffee mug. I pour hot water on top of it. I mix in collagen, peptides. I also put a little bit of non-dairy creamer in there, the vanilla kind, and it is so good. I literally wake up single morning craving this. What's so special about this coffee is the fact that there are medicinal mushrooms alongside of the coffee to help mitigate the effects of the caffeine. And each serving has only 50 milligrams of caffeine, so you can drink this late into the day if you're somebody that is typically affected by having caffeine later in the day. I know that I can drink this up until around 6 p.m. and still go to bed just fine the same night, which is absolutely incredible. So the Lion's Mane, what it actually does is it is great for memory, it's great for brain function, and if you are like me, you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, or you just really got to have your brain working and on all the time, this will help so much. Medicinal mushrooms are best when they're consumed consistently, daily, and the effects really compound over time in a positive way. I literally do not drink any other brand of coffee. This is my favorite. I have this actually on auto ship. From Four Sigmatic, I get a delivery to my door every single month. And if you want to try out this coffee, my friends over at Four Sigmatic have given me a 10% off discount to share with you. So you can use the code EXPAND10 to receive 10% off of your order. I highly, highly recommend checking out the coffee, the single serve coffee mixes. Again, the one that I really love is the Think with the lion's mane, but they have so many other choices available on their website. I have tried them all and this is the one that I keep coming back to. I do also really love the mix with chaga, which is really great for immune health and wellness, overall wellness. Mushrooms seriously have so many benefits. They are the future. I think we're going to see a lot more food products with medicinal mushrooms. And this is a really fantastic way to get in a dose every single day. So again, if you wanna try this out, go to foursigmatic.com and be sure to use the discount code EXPAND10 to save 10% off your order. Number five. Something that brain rewiring massively, massively helped me with was fixing and helping my trust issues. So up until brain rewiring, I was the type of person that it truly was. I thought everybody was guilty until proven innocent, And I still cringe when I say that because I grew up as the oldest of four children. I learned at a young age that I really had to be very helpful. You know, it was, I was had a lot of responsibility at a young age. I had to babysit a lot. I didn't have a lot of choice over the things that I wanted to do when I was younger. It was a lot of, yeah, like we just, you just have to help out a lot. This is your role. Your role is to be a caretaker for your younger siblings. I mean, my, my family was great. My mom did a lot for us. My dad did a ton too, but I really internalized at a young age that if I wanted anything done, I had to do it myself because my parents were going to be too busy to do that. It was totally up to me to do it because I had so much responsibility from a young age. It, I really think that that had a huge effect on my trust issues than when it came to relationships as an adult. I internalized that, okay, it has to be me. Like I can't trust anyone else other than myself. And I mean, to be honest, I barely trust, trusted myself. I didn't trust myself to make the right decisions. I didn't trust myself to know what types of food I needed to eat. I didn't trust myself to know the, the way that I needed to train for climbing. There was just a lot happening there. And the depth to which we trust other people will always be a reflection of how much we trust ourselves. Like, how can we ever trust other people if we don't trust ourselves? So doing a lot of work on that inside brain rewiring is, it was really challenging. It was understanding that if there's so much love, so much abundance in the world, and really actively working towards abundance mindset, living in abundance, there's enough love, there's enough trust, there's enough support, there's enough everything, resources, money, whatever it is, to go around, why would I not trust that good things are unfolding for me? Why would I not trust the universe? Why would I not be able to surrender and trust that, okay, if it's not this, something better is going to come in? So I really, really worked on my trust issues. And with brain rewiring, a huge component of it is what I call thought shifting. So this is starting to move out of everything is happening to me and into the everything is happening for me type of mindset. And if everything's happening for you, what are the lessons? What are the gifts? Where are the growth moments? And that was huge for me. Thought shifting really, really showed me that I could actually trust people, that things and people weren't happening to me. It wasn't nefarious. It wasn't malicious. It was an opportunity. It was a gift. And just because I didn't see it that way when I was younger and in my my 20s doesn't mean I have to continue choosing that for my adult life because what not trusting people feels like is very isolating. It feels heavy. It feels like you can't possibly tr- I mean trust anyone else. Honestly, and, and how how isolating, how lonely is that to not let anybody else truly see you? Because you're afraid, because you don't trust them. It's hiding parts of yourself because you don't feel safe around other people. So, starting to work on my relationship, trusting myself first, and something that really, really helped me was actually developing my intuition, developing my intuitive and psychic gifts inside of brain rewiring. Because what you're doing inside every single round is you're connecting with the universe, you're connecting with your higher self, you're starting to develop your intuition, you know, wherever it's at right now, it will greatly increase throughout the brain rewiring process. You'll deepen that connection. You'll start to understand that you truly do have the answers. You truly do know the direction that you need to go. There's no right, there's no wrong answer. There's only opportunities. There's only those growth moments. Everything is happening for you. The universe is literally putting things in front of you so that you can choose to do it or to not do it, to learn from it, to get to know yourself better. So developing my intuition was a massive way for me to start trusting myself more. And some people feel their intuition in their head, in their heart, in their gut, really starting to learn that I can trust myself. I can trust the decisions that I make. I can trust that this is bringing me closer to where I want to go Was huge in me being able to trust other people and to be open and to be vulnerable with these other people. Because one of the main things that I rewired with brain rewiring is that I am worthy. I am loved. I am worthy. This is a huge one for many of my clients. What a lot of the negative brain pathways come back to is not believing that they're worthy. So when you actually start to believe and embody the worthiness, a lot of your actions start to change. Because if I truly believe that I'm worthy, I'm going to let people see me. I'm going to share myself with other people. All the good, all the bad, and those are in quotes, you know, everything. I'm going to share it all, not just the highlight moments. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be honest because I truly believe that I deserve to be in a partnership, in a relationship with people that see me, that value me. I truly believe that those people are out there to support me, to love me, and to have that reciprocated. So that was a really big realization for me is, wow, okay, I can trust people. And I can trust myself. And because I can trust myself, that will radiate positively out from me. That will raise my personal vibration and frequency. The more that I trust myself, the more that I trust other people. Okay, moving on to number 6. This is this is a juicy one and I really want you to start to notice if you are somebody like me. Um I I just turned 30 last year. I'll be turning 31 in 2022 and I grew up in the the age of Disney where we had a lot of Disney princesses, we had a lot of Disney princes and this is just something that I want you to think about. Um all of the videos, the movies that you watched when you were younger, you know, most of them had a theme of the princess being in danger and needing saving from the prince. So growing up with those movies in the back of my mind, I didn't realize this until I went through the brain rewiring process, but I was always waiting for someone to come save me. I was always waiting for an external person outside of myself to save me from myself. Every single, you know, negative thing that happened, blaming other people... Couldn't possibly be me taking no responsibility. It's because I was looking for something. I was looking for an answer outside of myself and just starting to notice, you know, it's it's not your fault. (laughs) I think that the Disney marketing is it's really great and it makes for a great story. But starting to notice, have I internalized any of what I saw when I was younger? Did I start to believe that I couldn't save myself, that I wasn't the answer, that somebody outside of me? Was the answer. So, this was a really big. I mean, I think I went through a huge dark night of the soul where I was just like, oh my fucking God, I've been waiting for somebody else to like essentially like fill my void. I was waiting for somebody else to complete me instead of believing that I was complete as I was already. Starting to notice and realize that was a big wake up call in the way that I was interacting with people, the expectations that I was putting on people. And the way that i thought about relationships coming into a relationship understanding and believing that you're already whole and perfect as you are is a lot different than coming into a relationship expecting somebody else to complete you so that was a really big thing that shifted and changed for me after going through brain rewiring is i no longer felt like i needed somebody else to complete me i knew that By myself, I am worthy, I am perfect, and if there's somebody that I want to grow and expand with, somebody that when I spend time with them, they raise my vibration, I'm able to grow and expand and feel open and vulnerable and get to know myself better, then that's going to be a great match for me. And you become so much more aware of the energy that you have inside your relationships once you start to come into relationships, knowing that you're already whole and perfect as you are. No more settling, no more feeling obligated, no more putting those expectations on other people to fill what you're missing or what you feel like you're lacking. Okay, so the last one, number seven, brain rewiring actually allowed me to become way, way more understanding and compassionate. So coming back to thought shifting, One of the really big tenets of thought shifting is starting to see people for their souls. Starting to understand that people act the way that they do based off of their wounds, their trauma, the things that they haven't resolved. Maybe they did or didn't have the tools, they haven't done the work. Starting to see them for their souls. So instead of thinking, everybody's out to get me, everybody's out to hurt me, why is this happening to me? It becomes a lot easier to say, okay, I get it. I see this person for their soul. We're not excusing. We're not making an excuse or justifying the behavior. But when you see it from that lens of seeing, okay, I see this person for their soul. I see this person for their wounds. I see them for who they are, this imperfect person, this flawed person, as we all are, you're able to be a lot more compassionate. You're able to act and speak in a much different way than if you just truly believe that that person is trying to hurt you or ruin your day. And for me, this was such a big moment and area of growth because I always wanted to be understanding and compassionate, but. I was just too wrapped up in how things were making me feel, how things were affecting me, taking everything so personally, being so triggered and reactive all the time. So to really become this more understanding, compassionate person, understanding that there's a lot of lessons in my triggers, allowing the triggers to be my teachers, challenging myself to thought shift and to see people for their souls was massively expansive for me in my life. I mean, holy shit. Like it's changed my relationships just not just my romantic partnership, but every single relationship that I have. It's almost like you can see this other version of the person that you're talking to and maybe the words aren't like matching that version of the person. It's it's allowing humanity. It's not putting people in boxes and labels. It's truly seeing them for their soul, and being more compassionate and understanding. So I hope this was helpful for you to learn some of the ways that brain rewiring has really, I mean, honestly improved my life and allowed me to get to know myself on an even more deep level to do some of this deep emotional work so that I could raise my personal vibration and frequency and call in relationships that feel so fulfilling so expansive and so good because without brain rewiring i i really just kind of think that my i don't know i would have been stuck i would have been in the same spot and i never want to look back you know a year five years from now and be like wow okay i'm still in the same spot i will always want to be growing i always want to be moving things forward getting to know myself better moving through fear taking the chance doing the thing that's how i want to live my life So if you are interested in brain rewiring, I'm so excited because it is available now. Synergy is a self-paced course that will teach you how to rewire your brain. There are six different modules that you will work through. The first five teach you all of the parts and components that you need to know, things that we talked about today, thought shifting, moving into a more empowered version of yourself, future visualization, and really starting to put all of these pieces and components together. I teach you how to do all of it. It is a step-by-step guide. I lead you through the rewiring rounds with guided meditations. All you have to do, sit down, push play, let your brain do the rest. I'm so excited for this program and through the end of the month, it is $200 off. You'll actually be getting this program at the price that I released it at for the beta testing round. I had 15 women go through this beta testing round. I really, really wanted to make the self-paced version as effective, direct as possible. I've gotten such great feedback on it already. I'm so excited. I've added pages to the workbook, additional videos to help you rewire your brain and make sure that the process is as seamless and effective as possible. So you'll be getting it at the beta testing round price, which is the lowest price it'll ever be at. It's such a great deal. So if you want to learn more about Synergy and are interested in rewiring your brain, make sure you head to the link in the show notes. I'm so, so excited and so proud of this program. It is, like I've said, the single biggest tool that I've used to change my entire life. There is nothing in my life that has not been improved from brain rewiring. It is that incredible and I can't wait to share it with you. And if you haven't yet left a rating and review, be sure to head to iTunes. As a reminder, you'll be entered to win the bi-weekly giveaway for a custom meditation. All you have to do is leave a review. Super easy, only takes a couple of seconds. If you have somebody in your life that you think would benefit from listening to the show, be sure to send it to them and tag me on Instagram. I'm at expand with Chelsea. I'd love to hear what's resonating from the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next episode.